are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, colors some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello world and welcome to the funny you know what? I'm just so happy to be here. I, I forgot the. I didn't even. I couldn't even get through the intro. Oh my god! <laughs> I've wow. never been that happy in my wow. life. Wow, that's happiness, man. Well, yeah, this is the podcast. Yeah. It's called the funniest people I know. You guys wouldn't believe how many people listen to this show. <gasps> what? what? Tell us. How many? Well, two thousand. <gasps> what? Wow. Two thousand ears. So thank you for tuning in today on the funniest people I know is weekly. Tell a friend about this podcast show. Yes. I think that's a national yes. holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every it needs to be like a game today, of telephone. Mm-hmm. Every day that you listen to this, every today is that day where you tell somebody else. Guys, <laughs> today when you're listening to it, we're going to try something new. I don't know if it'll sound good. I brought my guitar today. Okay. Oh. okay. Because I'm going to do something for the writer's workshop that I'm trying to get ready for my show called Broke and 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The funny part is, if you notice, we're in the studio here at the Georgia Radio Reading mm-hmm. Service. Mm-hmm. My guitar case has seen better days. Yeah. yeah, it's going through a lot over there. Oh, God, yeah. Wrapped in the whitest painter's tape I've ever seen, <laughs> up and down. I didn't know um, painter's okay. tape had a race. Yeah. Not widest, widest. Wide. Like with a D. Wide. Yeah, like a double wide. That's just standard yeah. painter's tape. No, that's no, pretty wide painter's that, tape. That's wide. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like you like could a... wear that as a belt. You could. The truth is, Lily and I foster animals from the shelter, mm-hmm. and a shelter dog ate my guitar case. Oh. <laughs> oh. I've heard that excuse before. <laughs> How's the dog? Well, she's choked on the zipper. It's I, oh, No, I'm just kidding. My... That's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry, Lily. The dog is fine. Uh-huh. The dog is unharmed. The dog had a great time ruining my guitar case. Aww. That was two days ago. Didn't mm-hmm. have time to get a new one. Mm-hmm. So I found painter's tape, and I just wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Well, there was something else that came in this week that I'm really excited to share with TJ in a moment. Ooh. So I've got my music stand. I've got this ratchet guitar case that's <laughs> been wrapped in blue painter's tape. And then I've got this thing for TJ. And someone in the parking lot just now basically ran me over. <gasps> <gasps> And I think they were so excited to get out of work for the day, and I was what was stopping them. Mm. Well, then you had it coming. Yeah. So she slams on the brakes, and then she just kind of looks at me and just with this look of, how could, in what world? Why do you have all these things? Why is he allowed in the Georgia Public Broadcasting (laughs) building where they record the NPR show? She's calling security. That's what I've been doing. I had an adventure in the parking deck, too, while we were talking about parking deck adventures. I was parked on the second floor, Mm -hmm. and I pushed a button for the elevator, and then I just started kind of staring off into space and dawdling. And the sound of the elevator closing kind of woke me back up, and I saw it was about 18 inches apart. And I was like, oh, I need to stop this elevator so I can get in. And I stuck my arm in, and the elevator did not have the automatic (gasps) doesn't close on you thing. And so the elevator like shut down on Mm. my arm really hard like i was afraid it was gonna break and i had to pry open oh. like the hulk these elevator doors oh, wow. <laughs> yeah i was trapped with my arm in an elevator for a minute which would have been that a really embarrassing way to go some twilight zone yeah. final destination specifically yeah. that happened. that's the struggle and the emphasis mm-hmm. and the hard work yep the terrifying risk to our lives to put this show together uh-huh. and Every that's why day. you should tell a friend 
So tell a friend about the show. There's been so much going on this week, and I'm going to tell you guys, this new job that I have has been really interesting and a struggle, but also a big challenge. And I've got a thousand people asking me for things all the time. And of course, we're running late and we're delayed. And it's really been something to get used to. And what I want to ask you guys about Mm -hmm. is when you get in that moment and somebody asks you a really annoying question. Mm -hmm. Okay. You get that little pang of, oh, you're an idiot. (laughs) Or, oh, this was impulsive. You didn't think this through. You Mm -hmm. could have solved it. Oh, why? You, hmm, if only you were a little better in this moment, maybe I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be pulled away from the important thing that I'm doing. But. Bless your heart, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Yeah. Bless Mm -hmm. your heart. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But Lily and I have been going to this Buddhist temple a couple of times. And so I'm trying to, in that moment, be compassionate and be kind to people. Because I really do love people, right? I love our listeners. I love the four of you. I love all the wonderful people coming to my wedding on June 9th. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. Yeah. But what I want to know is, from George, who's a leader, from Alexandria, who you're a coordinator, you're a leader, you have to deal with a lot. TJ, you work in an office, right? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) TJ, you're often the problem. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) How do you guys handle those moments? Uh, Who wants to start? It's really hard because you want to call them out. So what I do is I say the nice thing, Mm -hmm. but I think what Medea would have (laughs) said. Oh, that's funny. And that makes you feel better? I feel a little bit better. I should have told you this, but I'm just going to be nice and Mm -hmm. answer your stupid question. In general, I did that today. It felt like fireworks. Mm-hmm. Question, 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 question. And I like being the one that people feel comfortable enough to come to. Because mm-hmm. we've all been the guy that, or a girl or the person that didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And felt insecure asking a question. Exactly. Right. TJ, how would you deal with something like that? Oh, you know, oh, I pause and I stare at them for a second, wait for them to see if they can answer it themselves. And <laughs> then I just say it's not really, I guess, sweet, but also half kidding, half serious, kind of at the same time. I'm like, come on. All right. Like, so TJ, Janet, TJ, where's the space bar on my computer? Oh, um, oh, God. Well, Will, (laughs) you know, it's that bar on your keyboard. It's like a big space, and it's right there. Oh, Mm -hmm. thank you. I'm so glad. You're so approachable. How often do people just walk away in the first 30 seconds? (laughs) Yeah. Is that really your defense? Um, Yeah. Do they stay and listen to the answer? Mm -hmm. 20 seconds in, they go, look, I don't have time for this. I'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. How about you? This past year, I've dealt with a lot of just questions of things that have entered in an email already, or I've already discussed this with you. And oftentimes, I just like to guilt you. I want you to <laughs> feel dumb for asking me the question. Similar to TJ's, you remember when we talked about this earlier? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I love a good, you remember. So, yeah. you remember. <laughs> we already talked about this, but it's okay. Right. It's okay. We'll go back over it because who doesn't have things to do? Okay, uh-huh. so anyway. Sometimes it's like a mode of learning. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. You set the guilt in the person or you, the stupidity in them. And then, of course, next time they'll just know not to ask you dumb questions. But on the inside, you imagine rubbing their face on the keyboard like a bad dog. <laughs> and it makes you feel better. Exactly. Yeah. TJ, part of why I was late today uh-huh. is because I got locked out of the studio and mm. realized, oh, no, I forgot something. Uh-oh. I had to run back in because I forgot something that came in the mail oh. addressed to you. What? 
Oh my gosh. Really? Ooh. I got a package? Here's a package for TJ. Oh, it's such a big package, too. Is it heavy? It is heavy. Read what's well. on it. To the funniest people I know, attention, TJ, no return address. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better not, not be safe. <laughs> and TJ, let me say that I have so nothing nervous. to do with this. I don't okay. know what it is. It arrived at my oh, house. Lord. Here, here, TJ, do you want some keys? Oh, yes, please. There's tape, and I just can't. Thank you. It's in kind of a I white look. U.S. post box priority mail. That's hey, the that's most... impressive. Oh, my god! I really expected that oh to take a Oh, my gosh. What is it? Uh, it's a bunch of peeps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is oh. so many peeps. Can you be more specific? Good Lord. There are brown peeps, pink peeps, white peeps. Oh, my peeps, goodness. Peeps of Party every race peeps? and color. There's peeps of color. Good yes. Lord. Green <laughs> watermelon. Wait, there's sour watermelon peeps? Yeah. And oh. root beer peeps? Good Lord. <laughs> Wait, what are the blue peeps? Is, is this from a certain dad? Oh my goodness. I don't. Or imaginary character that we invented. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, these are just regular. What's that? I'll read the flavors. Yeah, TJ, um, you're doing a terrible job of opening well, a box on I the radio. I wanted y'all to see how much was in here, and it's a ton. Oh, there's a card. <laughs> That's what took me a while to get to. Just shove them all in my face. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. That, it's so like so... I know. It never ends. That's it. This is like a Harry Potter bag. Exactly. Or Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, many peeps. Good Lord. Okay. The card says just born on it. It says, hello, TJ. Great podcast last week. However, I understand we may have a misbeliever in our midst. <laughs> I am happy to confirm to you that I exist as well as peeps, and I want to share some goodies to help prove the point. Frank. Wow. And he gave you hey, his business card. You. Oh, he had his business card. Oh, wow. He, he wow. does exist. Wow, what an elaborate <laughs> Very elaborate. Oh my okay. god. He mm. keeps pulling things out yeah. of this box. What are those, but, TJ? But like coupons? Coupons? Like to, yeah, peeps. Hot tamales and Mike and Ike's. And, but oh, that's awesome. Mike and Ike's. That's a lot of coupons for yeah. Mike and Ike. They're that's, all for the same That's like game. $50 yeah. worth of coupons. Good lord. Yeah. TJ, you're wow. rich. Oh, I know. I'm never going to work another day in my life. (laughs) I'm just going to survive on hot tamales and Mike and Ike's. And Pete? I don't know about well, Pete. <laughs> it sounds That's like very nice. It sounds like Frank Amato wanted to prove to you yeah. that he's real. I don't know. Well, I don't see a return address on here. So how do I know it's really from Frank? Well, Wouldn't there be a from Frank on here? Well, not a return necess- address. Well, what's the business card say? I mean, it's a business card I mean, and a note. Anyone can make a business card. Anyone so. can write right a around. return address. Yes. <laughs> that would make it more believable. I don't know, but they it. have a logos on the bag. You're gonna have to take it to the FBI and get it dusted for prints. I will. TJ, please tell me the name on the business card. We're dying to it know. It is Frank T. Amato. Wow. Oh, it's it's like tomato. <laughs> Frank <laughs> Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Director of sales. I think, mm-hmm. and George and Alexandria, tell me if you agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's this beautiful assortment of multicolored, multi-speckled peeps. Yes. I think TJ should try at least one. Oh, of everything. Good Lord. <gasps> I want to see him eat the watermelon and uh, root beer. I, I'm okay, but y'all have to eat them with syrup. me. Pancake and syrup. What are the other flavors? Oh, they're gluten-free, too. There's a strawberry dipped in decadent cream-flavored fudge. Mm -hmm. Yum. Bougie. (laughs) We have party cake. These are kind of like Oreos. (laughs) I didn't know they did this many flavors. Right? Me neither. 
I thought they were just Who like knew? yellow and pink. <laughs> we're gonna learn so much on that tour. What else we what got? Is a what sour? Tour? Sour what? Watermelon. Oh. You, no, I'm just like astonished. I'm speechless. Which one right are you now? trying to open, I believe. TJ? Pancakes and syrup. But I do want the cookies. Why, why are they impenetrable, Will? Are these prank peeps? Nobody can seem to get into them. Oh, <laughs> uh, there we Yay! go. Nice. Ooh, they smell like syrup. You want some? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's marshmallow. <laughs> and sugar. That's an interesting mouth yeah. shape. Yeah. I've never seen someone look yeah. like that before. Oh, God. This takes me back. It's 30 grams of sugar, you know. Oh, yeah. My dentist is going to be happy. Oh, you're going to take him some peeps? Yeah, definitely, for sure. You were so generous. Yes. <laughs> I had a dentist office that kept Halloween candy, or just candy <laughs> in the lobby. That is so funny. The good stuff, too. It was like mini Snickers and mini Baby Ruth. And I took one every time I was in the office. <laughs> However, I was just like, is this how you keep your business? Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of floss, he gives you candy. <laughs> right. some Jolly Ranchers for those fillings. He's like, I have a ton of peeps if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, Frank, if you exist. So you're still not a believer. Who do you DJ? think sent them, Santa? I don't know. Could be... Will could you be you. Will could went be, to the Will, store and, yes. and bought all these peeps, f- uh-huh. flavors we've never even heard of, yep. and then mailed them to himself. There was no mail. There was no mailing involved. There's no return address. You don't mail. have to have a return address to mail something. You don't? Oh, you're right. There's not a stamp on that. Exactly. Will, that is suspicious. Uh huh. Mm. That is strange. All I can say huh. is that it ended up on my door. Right. How it got there, I don't know. I didn't put mm. it there. Easter Bunny. It could have been the Peeps Bunny. That was a very nice care package. Yes. TJ, we have that was to very put nice. these back in the box. Yeah, you uh, say thank you, TJ. I did. I said thank you. I did. <laughs> roll it. Peeps roll everywhere. it back. Frank, if you're listening, I want to say thank you because watching TJ open up that giant box of peeps was one of the highlights of my whole week. <laughs> Never ending peeps. Yeah, the peeps just kept coming. It fits a lot in the box. It really was. I was very surprised about how many peeps came out of that box. That's probably what got him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was peeptastic. Pop is a Hall of Famer. Aww. Do you guys hear something? Wait, what is that sound? Oh my gosh. I've got this guitar. Oh! Where'd oh, that come from? <laughs> <laughs> when I turned 30, I mm-hmm. decided to become a vegetarian. Mm. Oh. And TJ, you're a vegan, yeah? I am. Good for you, man. <laughs> I've been vegetarian mm-hmm. for about three whole months now. Oh. How's it treating you? Pretty good. I've lost some weight. Okay. But I'll tell you, there are some things that I'll miss about eating meat. Goodbye, brisket. Goodbye, smoked ribs. No more pulled pork. Fare thee well, fried chicken. I eat plants now, growing from the trees. Tried to be a vegan, but I couldn't give up cheese. Bye-bye, beef. Goodbye, ham. No more pork. No more lamb. (laughs) Toodaloo, turkey. So long, salmon. It's been sweet. Goodbye, meat. Oh my gosh. My last name is Amato. Oh. I just remembered Italian food. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Goodbye, sausage. <laughs> Goodbye, meatballs. No more veal parm. Fare thee well, prosciutto. <laughs> Pepperoni oh, on man. a pizza pie. Wow. Living life without you brings a teardrop to my eye. Bye bye beef. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> ham. No more pork. No. Oh gosh. No more lamb. Toodaloo turkey. So long, salmon. I won't eat no more meat. Now that I'm 30, I can't eat like I used to do. The bathroom scale reminds me of the weight that I've gained. And driving down the road, I get the feeling that I better eat some fresh romaine. Fresh romaine. Bye-bye beef, I can do this! Goodbye <laughs> ham, no more pork, no more lamb, toodaloo turkey, oh yeah, so long salmon, <laughs> ain't gonna eat no more meat. Instead of a mushroom <laughs> pork, I'll have a cube of tofu. You can keep your cone dog, babe, I'll just eat the corn. Cause quitting me for good, I get the feeling that I may not be so overweight. Overweight. Everybody now. Bye-bye, beef. Bye-bye, Goodbye, beef. Goodbye, ham. Goodbye, No more pork. No more pork. No more lamb. Turkey, so long, Sam. So it's been sweet, so sweet. Goodbye, me. Yeah, pretty. That was beautiful. I'm crying. <laughs> nice. Thank we you. make good backup singers. We but came I in did, so yeah, well. Yeah, we did. I was like, wow. I know the this song was a lot like about yeah. your journey dealing oh, with giving up. But TJ and I really. Yeah, I know, right? I was surprised. <laughs> that I'm was like, kind of not really. I mean, it was what? all about you. It was, you know, yeah, I mean, we just like, jumped right stole in. the show. Yeah. We had no clue. I'm humbled. <laughs> because were great. None of you guys had ever heard that. So yeah. We, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. In fact, when this goes into the sketch show, the end will be a production number. Oh. And I imagine the singers will all come out and mm-hmm. get the audience involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So will thank they throw you. throw salami from the stage? <gasps> yes. Oh. Yeah. It has yeah. to be packages of mm-hmm. processed meat yeah, everywhere. Thank you. That was a song from my new show coming up called Broken 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All about being broken 30. Thank you guys for letting me check that out. And thank you folks for listening. Speaking of singing your heart out mm-hmm. about some meat, yes. <laughs> let's talk to TJ. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. Great yep. transition. Wow, Whoopi. Thank you. I have been watching The View since you guys mentioned Whoopi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is great. Though I have this question. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a recent viewer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. How has no one thought of that before? I know. <laughs> has Whoopi always acted like she just doesn't really want to be there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Since day one, she's acted like she's doing them a favor exactly. by collecting the paycheck. <laughs> yes. 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 Which I love because she kind of is. Yeah, yes. it works. Right. When mm-hmm. she says something, I go, oh, yeah, well, thank goodness someone mm-hmm. said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's always like that voice of reason at the right time. I feel like she lets all the other ladies just be a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Joy kind of comes in and is like a co-leader, but she just really lets them be a mess. And then she's like, no, I'm sorry, but reason. <laughs> She's like, almost yeah. never wrong. Right? Yeah, of course. I guess that's what happens when you're an EGOT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> you hit Nirvana and you learn everything. <laughs> and Whoopi, I noticed, is a little short with everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except Joy Behar. I think there's respect there. There is. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. At one point she goes, yeah, you go ahead, sweetie baby honey. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they have all these cute nicknames. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I've been a recent viewer. TJ, I want to know about your adventure. Yeah. We sent you on a little adventure. Yes, that one. Oh, you had no idea what we were talking <laughs> yeah, about. I was like, oh, God. TJ <laughs> goes, every day is an adventure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Life's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this day was an adventure. <laughs> I'm an adventure. We sent TJ to this pub crawl mm-hmm. called uh, The Crawl of Thrones. Yes. God, that was mm-hmm. a night. And, we'll, <laughs> and who all was there? George, you yeah. went. Mm-hmm. I went, and TJ went, and our friend Ashley went. We've wrapped Game of Thrones. When you guys went to this, where were we in the last season? Oh, gosh. What was it? Episode five? Maybe? About halfway through. Three yeah. had happened. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three is amazing, by Yeah, the it was way. three. What was the general consensus of folks about the last season? I think it was still early on the season that no one really had formed a strong opinion. It uh-huh. was more bittersweet. They were glad that Game of Thrones came back for our last season, but it was only going to be six episodes, so it was kind of a letdown at the same time. I want to <laughs> rewind, though, to TJ, because I had a question from the night. Did you ever get an ID? I did. Actually, it was where it was supposed to be the whole time. It was, it was in was my it? phone case. Yes. <laughs> you are so mm-hmm. funny uh-huh. the whole time. You did accused you, people of stealing I was. It? Did you not see me pull out every card in my phone case and show them to you? Like a deck of cards? Like, these is everything I have. Everything. I wouldn't swear to that. Oh, uh, wow. Court. I well, can't remember. <laughs> well, I did. And y'all were like, yeah, it's not there. And... I trusted y'all. <laughs> so it's my fault. Well, it was somebody's, and <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers, but it wasn't me. So, folks, the phone line has been lighting up. Who's on the line? This is Caleb. Caleb, we've just been talking about Game of Thrones. Are you a fan? Uh, not really. Great. So you're the perfect person to tell us all about it. I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> Alexandria, I know you've been thinking a lot about Game of Thrones, but you're also not somebody that's watched, so you're totally out of the loop. This is your pretty much modern-day yep. pop culture blind spot. Let me tell you, this is arguably one of the last shows that millions and millions of Americans will all watch together mm. in the history of mankind, and you are both missing out. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, Caleb. What do you know about the show? It seems like there's a lot of snow, mm-hmm. a lot of walking. <laughs> right? There's they all they do is walk. Um, it sounds like there's so much incest, <laughs> tons of fire. I know winter came at least <laughs> once or twice, um, and a wedding in the shade of red. There so. was right the red wedding. What do you think about the red wedding, Alexandria? Like, or what do you know about it? What, it was murder. <laughs> like, just <laughs> tons of murder. Now, if someone had never seen the show, and they're thinking, well, what's Game of Thrones all about? Based on just your knowledge, how would you describe Game of Thrones? 
dragons and incest and fire. Oh, my. What do you know about Tyrion Lannister? The Lannisters, don't they? They pay their debts. I did hear that. I heard they pay their debts. They don't play with that. They would have good credit. We're going to throw out Game of Thrones references. And with the knowledge you have, and guess if you don't know, tell us what they mean to you or what you think they might mean based on what you know about the show. Alexandria, you mentioned it earlier. What do you think winter is coming means? It's late November, like, (laughs) and it's getting darker at six. So they keep up with their calendars. They're really in touch with the seasons. Caleb, the Lord of the Light. The Lord of the Light is definitely not, has anything to do with Lord of the Flies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you one more. If you had to make a prediction, Caleb, on the fate of the Iron Throne, what would that be? The fate of the Iron Throne is that it ends up in the Parks and Recreation Department at Pawnee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben ben yeah. got mm-hmm. it, right? Like, Leslie gave it to Ben, so that's... <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. the reference he that's has That's all I know, is that, you know, mm-hmm. Ben ended up sitting on the throne in, like, the final season of Parks. That's true. That yeah. seems like a safe place for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who do y'all think won the Iron Throne? I feel like Ikea won it in auction Mm -hmm. to sell with the rest of its furniture, its regal line. Just create a whole Game of Thrones line. You heard it here first, Ikea. Just saying. I I definitely thought you thought Ikea was the name of a character. (laughs) Like with Cersei's Cersei's sister. Yeah, Ikea of River Run. (laughs) First of its kind. Well, Caleb, thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope you get a little woke, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll get around to it. <laughs> well, no right. worries, man. Thank you so much. We're glad you're calling in. and We're going to call you about some other really important pop culture items in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Caleb. Take care, Bye. buddy. Bye, Caleb. Bye-bye. Don't call us. We'll call you. Bye-bye. Well, with all this Game of Thrones, HBO is going to have an opening for a new hit show. Yes, of course. Oh my God, I can't wait. It's going to be such a huge hole to fill. We've all come up with new shows, and George, we're going to play Project Greenlight. Oh, awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. George Kularis is. Am I, do I say your name right? No, never. Oh my goodness. So just keep calling me George. Yeah. George is going to be an HBO executive mm. with the power to greenlight any good show mm-hmm. that the three of us pitch. Right. Okay. Now, if he doesn't like it, mm-hmm. what's he going to say? Pass. All right. So okay. greenlight means it gets made. We got it. All right. Alexandria, you start. Alrighty. My first pitch is a reality show called Shady Cats or Cats Who Shade. We're still working on it. Or it could just be Cats, the musical, but not the musical. It features a panel of cats, just the animal, (laughs) like cats, being shady and judging other animals doing things. Perhaps those animals that do tricks at those little doggy shows. Yeah, pass. It's like Sex in the City, but with dragons and they're in drag. Drag dragons? Yes. Get Kim Control and I'll green light it. Yes. <laughs> this is called Daenerys and the Onion, a Game of Thrones spinoff in which Daenerys must find a husband in order to create an heir to the Iron Throne. Every suitor that tries to win her hand is murdered by her big dragon until the only man left is Davos the Onion Knight. In order to find his mojo, Davos must sail to Highgarden and bathe in the Fountain of Youth to regain his strength and impregnate the Dragon Queen. That sounds like horny fan fiction pass. <laughs> All right, Alex, what you got? Remember the show Vicky from the late 80s, early 90s with the robot girl? And yeah, like, yeah, okay. Small Wonder, yeah. I love that show. Okay, it was amazing, right? Well, this is a reboot of it. It's 
Vicky in the city. And she is dealing with being a robot and all the issues that come with dating as a robot. Green light. Yes. Brilliant. Man. Okay, so it's like girls, but it's like dragons, and they're like in drag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Lena Dunham. Pass. Uh, uh, it sounds a lot like your first pitch. What? <laughs> no, it's, it's totally different. A Buddhist monk becomes so compassionate that he travels back in time in an attempt to warn the world about tragic events before they happen. His compassion is truly tested when he's locked up in an insane asylum for trying to prove his sanity by predicting the future in 2019. He makes absurd claims such as, the Prince of England will marry a biracial princess. The President of the United States will be Donald Trump. And Bill Cosby is a serial sex offender. <laughs> Lauren Michaels will still be alive in 2019. It's called Time Traveling Monk. I think that sounds like an NBC show. So I'll <laughs> green light it for NBC. All right, I'll take that. Yes. This is the lightning round. Here we go. All right, it's a show with just me and a black screen giving unsolicited advice. That would be my favorite show, Greenlight. Yes. Okay, so it's like Westworld, but it's called Northwest World. The world is set in the 1970s disco club scene in downtown LA, and the protagonist is Bruce Jenner. You had me until Bruce Jenner passed. <laughs> oh, dang it. An all-female version of the movie Speed called Speed Limit. <laughs> we'll work on the title, Greenlight. All right. The next idea, TJ. Um, I'm out. I've been doing a lot of this gender reversal okay. thing after the Ocean's 8 movie. Brotherhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> Can I say pass? <laughs> Not just pass, but hell no pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, a gender swap room with the view called a garage with a window. <laughs> that sounds like an NBC show as well. <laughs> all right, fine. Do you have another one, TJ? Um, nope. An all-male cast of Sex in the City set in New Orleans called Bonk in the Bayou. The title is horrible, but I think the show would actually do well. Woo! All yes. right. That was Project Greenlight. Well, folks, believe it or not, that brings us to the end of another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Oh man. Thank you, folks, so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. My name is Will. George. Alexandria. TJ. Have yourself a hilarious week.